All right, this is Andrew live on location with the OM podcast, which sounds really weird because um, a podcast isn't live, it's recorded. But I'm on location today, pretty excited about this. I am at Bale Chevrolet here in Little Rock, getting ready to sign up for the registry for Be The Match. And I'm just kind of learning what this is about. So let's find out how this works. Hi, Bailey. I'm here for Be The Match. I don't know what I'm doing, but... Um... So you will fill this out. Okay. And then um, after you scan this code right here. So it's a QR code it's that a I QR can scan. Code. You okay. scan it with your phone. And it's going to take you to um, a whole bunch of information that you fill out about your health. Right. And so once you fill that part out, um, and you, it will instruct you to get to this part where you will swab your cheek. Okay. For 10 seconds. Very and good. And then let me know if you have any questions after you after you do this. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Owen Podcast with me, Andrew Sue, brought to you by Ozark Mission Project. Really, you could say that all our episodes are special, but this one is extra special. I went on location for the first time to the Bale Chevrolet and OMP Be The Match event, March 16th and 17th in Little Rock. The goal of Be The Match is to register potential bone marrow donors in order to potentially match them to someone in need. Donating bone marrow saves lives. Today I have two guests, Executive Director Bailey Faulkner, who is no stranger to the show, and I also spent time with Sharon Bale from Bale Chevrolet. Both are incredible people you'll enjoy hearing from. We'll have more on this event in a moment, but first... Let's worship by sharing a brief Morning Watch devotion. Morning Watch, of course, is the you and God time each morning at camp after breakfast and before going on to your neighbor's homes, which will look a little different, I'm sure, with day camps this summer. Today's Morning Watch is the last one from 1997 when the theme was, Are You My Neighbor? Be a Neighbor. So hear these words from Luke 10, 25 through 37. And behold, a lawyer stood up to put him to the test, that is Jesus. Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and all and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. He went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved to be a neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? And he answered, The one who showed him mercy. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. So the man was just traveling down the road, minding his own business, when he was attacked by a band of thieves. They rob, beat, 
and leave him for dead. The real story is not the robbery, but what happens afterwards. What happens is unexpected. Someone stops to help him, which is surprising, but is not what is amazing. The real surprise is that the person who stops is someone no one would ever expect. People you would have thought that would have helped the man pass by pretending not to see the beaten and dying man. The beaten man had to have been surprised when he realized who acted as a neighbor to him. Certainly his life could never be the same after the incident. For years after the robbery, when he would tell people about what had happened to him, what do you think he told them? Often God surprises us in ways we can't even imagine. God uses the least likely people or situations to touch our lives and draw us closer to him. Neighbors come in all different shapes, sizes, faiths, and abilities. So go home and find a neighbor and be a neighbor in the name of Christ. Once again, my guests are Sharon Bale with Bale Chevrolet and OMP's own Bailey Faulkner. Let's get right into my conversations with them. Sharon Bale. B was a boy, A-L-E, not B-E-L-L, Southern. Okay. People think you're saying Bale. Let's just continue with that train of thought. You were talking about Be the Match and why it's a connection with your family. First well, of all, maybe what is Be the Match? Be, there is a national, international registry called Be the Match. Europe is far ahead of America. So many Europeans just automatically do it at a certain point. And all it is is taking an extended Q-tip and swabbing the inside of your cheek as the joke has been they're not going up to your brain through your nose. Right. It's just in your mouth swabbing the inside of your cheek. Yeah, I just did it myself and it was relatively painless. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Just swabbing the inside of your cheek. Mm -hmm. And then that information is sent to the National Be a Match. Mm -hmm. And this is a technical process. They will put it in. It registers all your PDQs and XYZs. And so then when someone like our son shows up, all of his PDQs and XYZs of his blood and type and chromosomes and whatever, whatever, are run through the National Registry or International Registry. And when this happened for him, there was not a match anywhere in the world. And it's, you know, it's always the mother's fault. And it's because my 16th chromosome has a funny wiggle to it. And he got that 16th chromosome from me. Sure. And it had a funny wiggle to it. And that would be very difficult for e either of us to ever find a match. But... In the process of not finding a match, Bailey Newcomb uh, Faulkner, who is now with OMP, Ozark Mission Project, and a couple of employees at the dealership, Brooke McKnight, decided to do a Be a Match registry here at Bale Chevrolet okay. in order to find Harden a Match because we didn't understand the severity of that wiggle on that chromosome. But anyway, so when they called the Via Match people, they said we were going to, they were doing, I was in Houston. At that point, Harden had been sent to MD Anderson. Right. Because if you get a transplant from someone who's not a blood relative, it's called an allotransplant. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we did not have that ability at UAMS. And so they sent us to MD Anderson in Houston. So we missed it 
but uh, BMH said, oh, we'll send you 200 packets mm -hmm. for a three-day match. And Bailey, who, as you know, is Miss Go-Getter, if she believes in it. That's right. It, uh, will, it will happen. <laughs> it will happen because yeah. she prays diligently about everything she does. She said, oh, no, ma'am, you don't understand. Arkansas is a giving, loving community, and we'll do 200 in one day. And the lady said, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to send you 250 packets, and if you use those, I'll overnight use some more for the next day. Right. And Bailey said she was working for the state of Arkansas at that point, and she said, well, I'm not a businesswoman, but wouldn't it be cheaper for you to go ahead and send me the packets I'm asking for instead of having to pay the cost of overnight shipping? And then if we don't use them, we'll mail what we don't use back to you. And I'm told, this is a story that was relayed to me, that the lady paused for a minute. She said, and how many packets did you want? And she, Bailey said, 2,000. And she said, you mean the 200? And Bailey said, no, ma'am, I mean 2,000. And she said, well, if you believe in Arkansas that much, I'm coming down for this. And they had between 1,500 and 1,800 people show up. That's excellent. And because you can take the packet, it's not necessary to, you know, you're not giving blood or anything. Then she sent the packets that were left to me in Houston, and I was passing them out at MD Anderson and people down there because they didn't have a be a match in the largest cancer hospital. And so um, the different doctors and nurses down there, the age limit at that point was 60. Right. It's now 44. But they were all signing up for be a match. Harden and I after a lot of thought and talk about this while he was in the hospital there. Uh, we never felt like this was about him, but we thought that God was using his situation right. to get people to register. At that point, it was on the radio stations, as now the TV stations were talking about it. They said they had people driving through the city, stopping at Barnes & Noble, mm -hmm. and asking where the be a match registry was. They had always wanted to do it and they were driving through Arkansas on the way somewhere else and they heard about it on the railroad. Where was this place called mm -hmm. Bell Chevrolet? And we are told, this is all hearsay because I wasn't here, that there were so many people that went into Barnes and Noble, which is when you take off right there on the right, that they started giving them free coffee if they were coming down here to do be a match. Well, Isn't that fun? That's but that's wonderful. Arkansas. Yes. I mean, yeah, Arkansas just, is a wonderful, big geographical state, but it's so small in that everybody seems to know one another and, and care for one another overall. I think the bottom line is care. You know, we're we're a great kept secret. We only have, what, over a little over 2 million people. It might be close to three by now. I don't know. And that's smaller than so many of the cities and mm -hmm. other states. But if I have it and you need it, let me share with you. And so let's say you turned out to be a match. Uh, I think out of that one drive, we are aware of six matches that came out of that. And so I was saying to our son earlier, I said, oh, maybe somebody will come through for be a match and they'll buy a car. He said, mom, I'd lots rather save a life than be a car. Oh, a that's car. amazing. So I can't believe I'm sitting in a car dealership and, and hearing this. This is wonderful. Well, I mean, you <laughs> yeah. know, we've been here 112 years, 100 and something. Yeah. And the point to it is that Johnny, our, my husband, Johnny's grandfather was on the board at Arkansas Children's Orphanage okay. back in the late 20s. And he was on the board when they voted to go from Arkansas Children's Orphanage to Arkansas Hospital. Children's Hospital. Okay, right. 
the decision he made in the late 1920s. Fast forward to 2017, his great-great-grandson just turned 14 because of a decision he made in the late 1920s because he was born with lots of issues that needed immediate care, immediate surgery that only Arkansas Children's Hospital could do in this state. So it just goes to show that what we do now will influence our great-great-grandchildren. Absolutely. Every vote that a senator or representative, either local, state, or national, I'm on them now because they're making decisions that will affect my great-great-grandchildren. Well, to go back to something else you mentioned, I I think it's, you know, Arkansas is wonderful. This this generational thing that's happening is wonderful. But how amazing God is when you said it was taking one situation, one family, and realizing it was bigger than that. Oh, nothing in life. Oh, nothing in life is about us individually. Nothing. So, Harden and I are laying in the hospital. He's, you know, a pretty sick puppy. And um, they do this, all this. They send the extra cord blood, I mean, bone marrow mm-hmm. swab kits to Houston. We pass them out. So out of that one thing, over 2,000 people registered for the bone marrow register. Not about Arkansas. Right. It's about the world. And that's what, and if, let's say they find a match for you, all you have to do is give blood. They're mm-hmm. not going to go mm-hmm. in like they used to do and grab it out of your hip bone. Sure. You know, it's a matter of donating blood now. It's like if you've ever given platelets, have you ever donated platelets? They put a needle in each arm and they take it out of one arm and whip it up and put it back in the other arm to take your platelets out. And that's kind of what they do with a bone marrow match. So, you know, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's a huge deal, huge, that you're willing to give the blood of life as it was given for you for someone else. Yes. And to me, that that sounds familiar. uh I think it does. I think that, you know, it's that blood of life that has given us all the right to live. And uh, Harden didn't find a match. There is another registry called the Cord Blood Registry. And that is when a healthy baby, keyword, healthy baby is born Mm -hmm. and put in the mom and daddy's arms, that blood that's in the cord and the placenta is called cord blood. And it's disposed of as biohazard trash. It's thrown away. It's discarded. Mm -hmm. But because there were, for an adult, you have to have two cords. And because there were two parents somewhere in the world that loved my child enough without ever having known him, never will know him, they donated their children's cord blood. Instead of saying, take this cord blood and throw it away, dispose of it, they said, here, take this and save it and see if someone else can use it. And because of their generosity and their belief in the blood of life and not disposing of what can make another person's life better, then our son got to live 10 more years. So his son, who was three at the time of his daddy's illness, was 13 when he died, and he would never have remembered his daddy at three, but at 13, he'll never forget him. Right. And it all goes down to the blood of life. The blood of life. I love how you keep saying that. And it is the only blood in the world that matters. And that we can share that with one another. Gosh, there's so many spiritual connections here. But I'm thinking in terms, too, of the Ozark Mission Project. Mission statement is transforming lives through worship mission. I'm getting it wrong. Worship, fellowship, and hands-on mission. Yes. 
And we think in terms of, and uh, I hope to talk to Bailey here in a little bit, it goes so far beyond wheelchair ramps and painting houses. Even those things are, are, are very important. It also goes beyond seeing if you're a match for a, a bone marrow, marrow transplant. And when Harden got sick and we came back and he had had the cord blood transplant, everything was going great and it reoccurred. And they had told us at MD Anderson because of all the chemo he took that it very definitely could affect his immune system and that secondary cancer, real cancer, and it showed up in his throat. And, you know, he battled that for four years and amazing. But people would say, how do you want us to pray? We want to pray for Harden. You want him to be cured? And I said, of course I do. Mm-hmm. I'm his earthly mama. I want him to be cured. I want him to be well physically, spiritually, mentally, right. every way of life. But God loves him more than I do. So I really want whatever God wills for him to be the decision. And I will weep and gnash teeth and lament, (laughs) but not for anyone but my Lord to see. Because God blessed us with him for 47 years. And there are parents who would have traded places with me who never had that opportunity. To me, that's what Ozark Mission Project is doing. It's giving people the opportunity to see that you matter to me, to Mm -hmm. Ozark Mission Project, enough that I'm willing to come out here in the heat, (laughs) the sweat, and the rain, and clean your yard, paint your house, build your wheelchair ramp, do anything we can to say, God loves you more than anyone on this earth, and we want to do in his name what you need done here. And Bailey says that it was this pro- this bone marrow drive that showed her where she was to be in life. Mm-hmm. And that was nonprofit work because she saw all these people come in knowing that they could change another person's life. And she said, that's what my life became about. And she jokingly, she spoke at Harden's service and she said, I'm the sister Harden said he never wanted. <laughs> But it was because of Harden and his need and how he had always treated her as a little sister that it was laid upon her heart and mind to be so involved in 2,000 people showing up for a registry. And that's what OMP does, Mm -hmm. Ozark Mission Project. And the leaders, the people who are involved in it, their board Mm -hmm. are made up of a lot of ministers, but they get it that life is not about us. It's being the hands and the feet for Christ to people who need that. Taking the great commandment seriously to love God and love our neighbor. Absolutely. You know, I jokingly say, people ask me, you know, what I believe and where I worship. And I say, I worship everywhere I am. Well, what (laughs) denomination are you? And I say, oh, I gave up a denomination for a relationship. (laughs) Sure. You know, that relationship can be expressed at any denomination as long as it's the Alpha and the Omega. And I'll say, they'll start quoting laws or rules. And I'll say, you know, I only have two rules I have to live my whole life by. What's that? The Ten Commandments? I said, mm, two. Love the Lord my God with heart, mind, body, and soul, and to love my neighbor as much as God loves you. I said, I know we all say as much as you love yourself, but I don't like me a whole lot. I am a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad person too many times. I don't like my thought process. I don't like the way I reacted to someone. But I think I'm supposed to love you as much as God loves you. And that means loving you in spite of yourself. Because he loves me in spite of myself. Exactly. You know, and so I think that's what the Ozark Mission Project It's not about race, creed, or color. Mm -hmm. They're certainly not going into the finest homes. 
And these young people who sign up to go, their lives are changed forever. Absolutely. You know, they they actually are given the opportunity to be the hands and the feet of Christ in the spirit of love. Right. Well, friends, I have been with Sharon Vale of Vale Chevrolet, and she's been sharing her story and a little bit of her passion about this Be the Match Project. And uh, so, Sharon, thank you for, for joining me today. Thank you. I appreciate you. Well, friends, I'm not sure why I keep saying this, but I'm coming to you live from Bale Chevrolet here in Little Rock. And I'm with Bailey and Ashley and Logan here. Um, I don't know if they're going to say anything, but uh, I don't know why I keep saying it's live because this is recorded. It's a podcast episode. You'll hear it whenever you want to listen to it. True. We're actually in person. Yeah. On Zoom uh, for this one. That's right. Yeah. I get to see you guys, I not know. on Zoom. I know. <laughs> Even though we're social distance still, of course, wearing masks, but right. um, it's nice to be able to see you in person. Bailey, I had a chance to talk with Sharon quite a bit, Sharon Bale, about the Be The Match, but would you like to just share a little bit about your connection with it and OMP's connection with it? Sure. Um, my personal connection with it, um, about a decade ago, Harden Bale was diagnosed with leukemia, and he's like a brother to me, and um, no one in his family was a match. And so um, the next step is you go to the Be The Match registry to be able to find a match to help you um, if you have leukemia and mm-hmm. in any other kind of like blood cancer. And so we had a drive here at Bale, and it was actually the largest drive that they had ever had at that time in the country. Um, and so that's how I got connected with Be The Match, um, and also, from that drive, there are so many people who have been a match. Mm-hmm. And so we, over the past decade, we have heard story after story of people who came to that drive for Harden and um, ended up able to donate to someone else. And about, um, it's been about two years ago, um, Harden passed away. But because of the Be The Match registry, actually the Cord Blood Bank, he was able to get a um, match, uh, which ultimately, like, extended his life for a long time. And so his brother, Hunter, we were talking about that drive that we did here at Bale and how we wanted to do it again. We wanted to do something again. And so it was perfect timing um, with partnering with OMP because as you know, we normally have a drive, uh, I mean, have a, sorry, have a mission trip with our college students in January. And we weren't able to do that this year Mm -hmm. um, because of uh, the pandemic and so we is it two years now that there hasn't been one or was um, there there was one last, one last year, year. We, that's had, right. yeah, we had one this um, was the year that it didn't happen this is the year that it didn't happen and so all the wesley directors were like you know what the registry needs people who are ages 18 to 44 and mm-hmm. um we have a ton of college students who want to do something so we just all decided to partner together and do a two-month awareness campaign all about joining the registry and when i was talking to sharon earlier you, since you've been executive director, have really looked beyond OMP as simply summer camps and wheelchair ramps and, and, and painting. And and this is one of those examples of that. It is one of those examples, but I, I would not, I mean, I can't take the credit for that. I think that, right. I mean, the, the God's timing on this. But it, it's, you know, our mission is to transform lives through worship, fellowship, and hands-on mission. Mm-hmm. To love our neighbor as ourselves. And this is literally... One of the most beautiful ways to do that. I mean, if you think about, there's so many people who are looking to find a match. Um, and even Reverend Corey Reed has a beautiful story. And so right. um, I think we've spoke about that yeah. on other so episodes. I just feel like that it's, it goes so much into like what OMP is all about, mm-hmm. um, which is 
helping our neighbors and um, showing the love of Christ. And I can't, I really, I mean, this is, I can't think of a better way for us to do that right now right. than um, to do this. And I mean, Andrew, when we talked to Be The Match, they were saying that because of the pandemic, I mean, there hasn't been very many people who've joined because most people join at a drive, at an event, you know, right. a, around something else. And because there hasn't been any events, they haven't been able to grow the registry. Mm-hmm. And so this is awesome because we can have a drive through event. People can stay in their car, do this safely, and we can we can help save lives. I, I did it today. I registered through this drive through fashion and it was relatively painless. Right. You know, 10 minutes. We've timed it. It takes about 10 minutes. Yeah. It didn't take too long at all. But this isn't the end of it. No. This this drive today on well, we're recording this on March 16th and 17th is when this this drive is. But I assume you can go to the website. Well, yeah. I mean, you can go to the website and request also, a kid or you can also just text love your neighbor, which is six one four seven four six one four seven four. Oh, I see it there. Um, okay. And uh, the text is L U V U R neighbor. And it will prompt you to be able to get a kit sent to your house. And it's free. It's free to be sent to your house. And we, I mean, we were actually talking about it, the Wesley directors, that every year at our college mission trip, um, whether we're doing disaster relief or whatever we're doing, we can add this to a part of worship. I feel like that this will be something that we will uh, have as um, a part of what we do for a long time. And then as we go forward, Andrew, we're going to hear stories of people who are in the OMP community um, that have the same type of story that Corey has. And I mean, I hope one day I will get a call. But um, yeah, I mean, e- even with that drive, like we were working so hard to find a match for Harden. Like that's what this all started was one person we all love love him and right. loved him and like wanted to find a match for Harden. But what it turned into through through Harden's personality and he had such a quirky sense of humor, he was like, it's not just about me. I mean yeah. it's about yeah. everyone else too. So even if I don't find a match, like if this drive helps somebody, it's all that matters. And so um, he loved hearing the stories of people who came here to bail and then were able to uh, help somebody. It was neat. And Sharon and I talked about this too, but it's just phenomenal to think as much as we think as followers of Christ, we're supposed to be world changers. We're going to change the world. Often, I think Shane Claiborne said this in Irresistible Revolution, get ready to do something small for God. It doesn't have to be huge and you can be a world changer. 10 minutes. 10 minutes is all it takes. Mm-hmm. Or sign up for summer camp, uh, day camps this year. Absolutely. There's so many ways. I mean, and that's that's what I hope that people remember about just ministry in general. That I mean, whether you're building a wheelchair ramp or you're here at Bale today joining the Be The Match Registry, or you cook dinner for your neighbor that just had a baby, or send a card to someone who just lost their husband or wife or whatever, that... That's what we're all called to do, the simple things that um, I, I cannot think of the, the song, the, um, the musician's name. It's like the simple things change the world. It's just the small things. Well, Bailey, thank you so much for joining me today or rather letting me join you in crashing this party. Well, thank you. You're doing such a great job. I really appreciate you taking on this OMP podcast and um, helping us share the story of, of what everyone's doing. Well, I hope you've enjoyed these conversations I had today and enjoyed this episode. I got to thinking about how I typically ask guests how they've seen God lately or how they've experienced God. And I experienced it in Bailey yet again, uh, but also my new friend Sharon Bale and just the way she 
looks at life and ministry and faith as all related. I said it was even refreshing to see that at a car dealership, not necessarily a place where you think of those sorts of things, but just the way that she approaches life and that she approached this uh, trying time with with losing her son, that connection point is just a way I saw God today in uh, this, this beautiful person. So thanks for listening to the Owen Podcast today. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to let others know about it. For more information about OMP, including how to get involved, support this ministry, register for summer day camps, and more, go to ozarkmissionproject.org. If you have show or guest suggestions for me, please email me at andrew.suit, that's andrew.suite at arumc.org. For more information on Be The Match, go to bethematch.org or find them on Facebook. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Mm